This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet away Or the land of the free and the home of the This is Gunner and Cheyenne. Trace Atkins with the National Anthem this morning. Welcome to Wednesday Hump Day. August 31st, final day in the month of August. Tomorrow, we turn that calendar page to September. That is insane to me. Uh, Which will be within, uh, what, 11 days tomorrow? 11 days from uh, game number one. Week number one of the NFL season. Cardinals. Uh, they'll be taking on Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs at State Farm Stadium. All sorts of roster cuts happening this week. Okay. One guy probably not on the roster. Larry Fitzgerald cel- celebrating a birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. 39 years old. He is a free agent. You look it up. He's a, he's a free agent. So okay. Anybody who's looking for an older uh, wide receiver, <laughs> yeah. he's available. You know, 39 years old. So because he hasn't there. officially retired, right? No, he hasn't, which is interesting that he's sitting as a free agent right yeah. now. Yeah. I wonder why. Like, what would be the point of that? Uh, 
Just to like have people talk about it. Well, if he's not playing for the Cardinals, I don't see him playing for anybody else. I don't either. Uh, Seahawks did something. I think it was for KJ Wright or one of their um, longtime players. They re-signed him to a one-day deal just so that he can retire as a Seattle Seahawk. I saw that. So maybe they'll do that for Larry because he's a he's not currently a an Arizona Cardinal. So maybe Uh they will when he finally does decide to retire. Sign him to a one-day contract. Let him retire in Arizona Cardinal. That would be really cool. Even though I think if you were to retire right now, it'd still be technically he would be idea. right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that that'll <laughs> come down the road. I'm sure. Yeah. We'll see, but happy birthday, Larry! And you had a doctor's appointment. You had to leave the show yesterday early. Yeah. For a doctor's appointment, you were supposed to have some. Um, I had biopsy. biopsy. Okay, yeah. how'd that go? Um, it actually went really well. Ninety nine percent of my moles are good to go. Ninety nine percent of how many moles? That a seems, lot. I have, have a lot. lot of moles? I have a lot of moles. Yeah. Well, like okay. every little dot on my arm had to be looked at yesterday. Oh my god! From head to toe, all the ones on my legs and everything, and my back, especially because I can't see them. But I have two that look kind of weird. I have okay. one on my hand right here. That they're worried about that one? They're worried about it because... I wouldn't say worried. They're suspicious of it. Um, so Because it's not really a circle, but it's also elevated, but it doesn't look normal. And then I have one on my stomach, too, that looks kind of odd. So, so what are they going to do? I'm doing monthly, uh, like personal mole checks to make sure like the diameter is not any bigger but then I have to go back in six months for the doctors to look at it. Mm. So if I don't see any growth or any change in them I should be okay at the six month mark but they just want to make sure that there's no changes. Do you feel better after yesterday or what are your what's your feeling after having your moles checked? Because um, I mean, you have skin cancer that runs in your family, yes, right? Yes, I do. Yep, yeah. My grandpa has skin had skin cancer really bad. Um, the one on my hand doesn't really bother me. The one on my stomach though gives about. me a little bit of a worry. And they didn't want to biopsy it? No, they don't think it looks odd enough yet. I think it looks weird, but they think it's okay. They just want to watch it. But fun fact I learned yesterday, if your mole has a hair in it, it's benign. And it's not cancerous because the body wouldn't take time to grow a hair. Yeah, hair follicle in there. Yeah. Yeah. If it was cancerous. Okay. Well, that's a fun fact. Yeah, it is a fun if fact. It's good to know. moles and you're worried about if it's growing a hair 99% of the time. It's not cancerous. Yeah, so like okay. this big old one on my arm and this one on my arm and this big one on my arm. hairy mole, you're good. This one on my arm, yeah. they're all fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, hope for the best, Cheyenne. Yes, thanks. All right. Uh, morning Riddle, here you go. When I take five and add six, I get 11. But when I take six and add seven, I get one. What am I? I hate these riddles. When I take five and add six, I get 11. But when I take six... And add seven. I get one. What am I? As always, if you think you know, if you uh, think you know, you can text us at two two one zero eight. I've but, already uh, started writing it down. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in uh, hard concentration over there, Cheyenne. We'll get the correct answer to the riddle coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Some rumors floating around of Morgan Wallen announcing some big tour coming up in the mm, next few months. That would be exciting. <laughs> yeah. That would be so great. Uh, appreciate you having us on this morning. Details on how you can pick up some Keith Urban tickets uh, this morning. Come up here in just a, just a moment. I want to get you the answer to the morning riddle. I will tell you, I have a guess. You do have a guess? Yes. Okay. When I take five and add six, I get 11. But when I take six and add seven, I get one. What am I? When I take five and add six, I get 11. 
But when I take six and add seven, I get one. What am I? Uh, a lot of people spelling out a long math equation. Contacts to teach you what a wait. Okay. Uh, it is not a math equation. Oh. So if your answer is uh, strictly math, that is incorrect. Oh. Text to the 602, negative six. No. Text to the 602, baker's dozen. No. Text to the 623, subtraction. No. Text to the 623, a subtraction sign. No. Text to the 623, stoned. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Text to the 317, division. No. Okay. There's a lot of people that got it correct. All right. Well, my guess was a negative. It was a negative? Because mathematically, that makes sense. Negative six plus seven is one. Okay, I got you. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. When I take five and add six, I get 11. But when I take six and add seven, I get one. What am I? Correct answer is a clock. A clock. When I take when I take five and add six, I get one o'clock. Right? One. When I take six and add, oh no, I'm sorry. When I take five and add six, I get 11. Uh-huh. Because 5 p.m. add six, it's 11. Yeah. Then you take six and add seven, you get one. Okay, that makes sense. I just want you to see my 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 hand. My, oh yeah, there, there's <laughs> a lot of text that came in like that. Yeah. <laughs> just long math. I literally did long math <laughs> yeah. on my paper. Uh, and I got the math. Technically, I got the math problem right. So we just need to let me soak in that for a minute. <laughs> if you guess clock, you got it right. Nicely done. Uh, we do the morning riddle every week to morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Coming up at 7.05. Uh, we've got your shot to win tickets to Urban. Not only tickets to the show, which is next Thursday at the Footprint Center. You're also going to win a couple of seats aboard our party bus, which goes from Gila River Resorts, Casinos, Wild Horse Pass to the show and back. Plus, you get an overnight hotel stay there at Gila River Resorts, Casinos, Wild Horse Pass the night of the show. So once you get back off, step off that bus. Right up to your hotel room. Spend it night. is such a good date night, especially on a Thursday. Yeah. So that's coming up at 7.05 here on Campbell Country. What a night. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, it is Wednesday. You know what that means. It is time for the big decision. Camel Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Somebody's hit us up on our Instagram at Gunner and Cheyenne. That is where this message came in. Uh, dear Gunner and Cheyenne, do I leave my bachelor pad and move into my girlfriend's house? Hmm. Message goes on to say, I love her, love being around her, but once or twice a week, I like to turn off the phone, read a book, play video games, or watch a ton of episodes from a show that I'm watching that I know she will not like. She assures me that I just have to say the word and she'll leave me alone for the night. She has given me a room to set up anyway. I want that. Oh, I want that she will not go into the room, but that just seems too good to be true. (laughs) How long will she put up with that? Uh Uh-huh. In regards to him just going and cutting off the rest of the outside world, including her. Yeah. Into his little space. He doesn't know. But he that that's what he needs help with. The big decision. Does he leave the bachelor pad and move in with the girlfriend's house? Or stay at the bachelor pad? Keep on keeping on. Big decision. You, you know, I think that um a like a truly mature grown woman 
is going to stick to what she says she's going to do. Because I think, like, everybody needs their space, right? Like, even people who live together have to have their own separate spaces. That's why there's she sheds and man caves and things like that. And I think as long as they both remember that space is important, but so is quality time, like, you have to find that even boundary, I, I think it'll be fine. I say, what's the rush? <laughs> oh, You're not married. Not. You are not married. <laughs> so? Live it out. Get married, then move in together. <laughs> what is the rush? That's where I'm at on this. Why rush it? Maybe they don't want to get married. Doesn't say anything about like, oh, let's come, you know, let's save money by me moving in. Uh-huh. No, the girlfriend's trying to rush him into the house. Yeah, Why? But- Why? You're not married. Oh, my gosh. What the Bible says about that? What's the rush? What is the rush? Oh, my gosh. All right, Campbell Nation, it's your turn with a big decision. What are your thoughts here? Should he leave the bachelor pad, move into the girlfriend's house? He wants his own space. Will she respect that? Or should he just stick where he's at? He texts us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. There are some texts coming in regards to the big decision topic today. Referencing that song right there from Sam Hunt. Take your time. No need to rush it. Yeah, but we also don't know how long they've been together. Like they could have been they could be together for like two and a half ish years. Here's the big decision somebody in Camel Nation is wrestling with. This came into our DMs at Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh Dear Gunner and Cheyenne, do I leave my bachelor pad and move in with my girlfriend in her house? I love her, love being around her, but once or twice a week, I like to turn off the phone, read a book, play video games, or watch a ton of episodes of some show that I'm watching that I know that she will not like. She assures me that I just have to say the word and she'll leave me alone for the night. Eh, Lie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My opinion. Whatever. She has given me a room Uh, in her house that I could set up any way that I want, and she says she will not go into that room. But that just seems too good to be true. How long will she put up with that? I don't know. Should I move in with my girlfriend or stay in my bachelor pad? I say, why rush it? You know, but I, I've never had a live-in girlfriend. Right. My wife and I didn't live together until after we were married. Yeah, and I have had a live-in boyfriend. I had a house with my ex-fiance. So you, so. As, a, you as a female, Cheyenne, let's say you have your own house. Uh-huh. You got this guy that you're... It's finally going to put up with you, right? You've yeah, been together true. for a while, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, sure. You can have your own room in my house. And he wants to go escape and take his own time and and shut the door and lock you out. When you finally have another live-in boyfriend after all these years, mm-hmm. you're going to be okay with that? I think if you would have asked Cheyenne two and a half or more years ago, I wouldn't have been. But now that I've been by myself for so long and I understand and appreciate and value alone time, I would be fine with that. I don't know. I think you're going to get that first taste of like a beer that you haven't had in a long time. Like, oh, this is so good. Can't allow him to go off on his own and leave me alone here in the living room. Which I see your point, but truly, I truly enjoy alone time. And I think that it's super important to have that that time by yourself. Uh, text 815. You should live together before being married. Otherwise, you may find out living habits that could uh, be deal breakers in your relationship. If you want to be with her in the long run, move in with her because you'll need to find out if it'll work one way or another. That I do agree with. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I'm kind of on the fence with that. You know, I mean, you would never purchase a car without test driving it, right? Exactly. So, I don't know. I'm kind of contradicting myself here. 
But, far I mean, as, but you it know, makes sense, taking though. Your time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, take your time. If you've been together for less than a year, definitely take your time. But if you've been together for a while, like, it but makes if, sense. But if things are going well right now, why change it? Right? Because at some point, you're going to have to change it. You're, it's like it's like when people say I don't I'm not ready to have we're not ready to have kids. You're never going to be ready to have kids. When are you ready? Mm. It just depends on the person and it depends on the relationship. Her saying he can have his own room. I think that's great. <laughs> I don't know. I feel it's like a trap. House. I feel like he's, she's putting it at the end of the hook, just trying to lure him in. You would. It's like a trap. He's such a negative Nancy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then once he's in, and once he doesn't have a retreat place to go to. It's a, she's got full control now. <laughs> oh Her name's on the mortgage. Oh, that's worst case scenario. I don't think that's going to happen. Text to the 623. Move in. You'll learn sooner rather than later if this is someone you want to be with. You don't truly know someone until you live with them. Yeah. And I agree with that. Uh, text to the 928. Spare yourself. Keep your pad. If it's meant to be, <laughs> she'll agree to have you keep your own space. But she already did that, though. I mean, if things are going well, why change it? Oh my goodness. I don't. I mean, if, if it's good enough for y'all to get married, I mean, I, God, I'm so, I'm so on the fence with this because you would never buy a car without a test drive. Yep. I keep falling back to that. Yeah. So if you want to keep your own space until you're married, then you're jumping into a vehicle without a test driving. I like living together. There's living habits like people are text, texting yeah. about. And there are a lot of living habits that could be deal breakers for some people. And you don't know those until you're around somebody for a long period of time. But then I always fall back into the Bible part of it, where, you know, no premarital whatever before being married. What do you do? Well, again, we are unqualified non-psychiatrists, so best of luck there, sir. <laughs> That's the big decision for Wednesday. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Went to Home Depot the other day. Uh-huh. They've already got their Halloween stuff out. <laughs> I mean... Isn't that crazy? We're turning the page into September. I feel like yeah. that's, it's fine. And Spirit Halloween stores pretty much open everywhere. They opened like two months ago. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do like the spooky season. It's got a cool. Transform your house into a haunted house. See, that's not for me. You don't like doing that? I don't like the haunted house-ish vibe. I do like the oranges and the reds and things like that. So you don't put up the creepy pictures? You don't replace family photos with <laughs> creepy pictures on your wall, Cheyenne? With the eyeballs that follow you by? No, I do not do yeah, that. Yeah, we do that. I yeah. know. <laughs> get rid of all the kids growing up. The kids and bring in the spook. Yeah, get rid of the family at Disneyland. <laughs> we'll put up that creepy picture. Right there where the eyes follow you when you walk by. No, I hang up autumn leaf garlands and <laughs> uh, pumpkins and things of that nature. <laughs> well, Halloween is coming. Still got uh, some summer heat coming at us. So excessive heat warning today. Look at the highs here, 108. Going to be sitting like 105, 110 the rest of the week and through Labor Day weekend. Monsoon storm chances return. Looks like end of next week. Okay. So we got some sunshine on the way. Feel good about washing your car today? Uh, it's on my, on my list of things to do, actually. <laughs> Good. You don't look at all sexy like. Yeah. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, this is pretty cool. The Arizona State Fair, uh, which opens September 23rd, they're going to be hiring on the spot today. Oh. Uh, you head on down to the uh, fairgrounds between 3 and 7. Starting wage, 16 bucks an hour. They're going to be hiring wow. on the spot for 800 plus fair time positions, which includes parking, customer service, maintenance, and more. They want you to bring two forms of ID. That's cool. Look them up on Facebook, get more information on that. But hiring on the spot, looking for a job, there you go. Absolutely. Good. That's good money, too. 
Um, came across a uh, post on social media made me think. Um, name a song you've never gotten sick of, no matter how many times you've heard it. Ooh. Like, it comes up on the radio. It's on your playlist. Whenever it comes on, you never go past it. You're like, I, you rock out. You can listen to it like 20 times in a row, if not more. Turn the and, speakers up and jam. Yeah, I never get mm-hmm. tired of it. Okay. What song are you going to go with? Is it, is it a country song? I know you have one chosen. I, I prepped you with the question. Yep, I do. What song are you going with? Um, It would be Ain't No Mountain High by Marvin Gaye. It is the song that I will never <laughs> pass by. I'm sorry. I've lived long distance from my oldest kid for most of his life, and yeah. that is our song. Yep. Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me, no matter where you are, no matter. I love that song so much. But you got You like the Martin, uh, the Marvin Gaye version of it, huh? I do like the original. I also really, I do enjoy the um, one that they have in Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that Diana Ross? Diana Ross got one. Yeah. There's a bunch of different versions. It's that it. song, though. I will belt that song any day of the week, yep. any time of the day. I don't care. I was, I was, I decided to stick to country. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of songs. I mean, I, Bruno Mars is one that I can listen to over and over and over again. Bruno's so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Luke Combs and Hurricane. I can listen to this one over and over. <laughs> yeah. like it's, like it's such a hot story. Yeah. You know? And then it's Luke Combs singing it. Yeah. So much sense to me. <laughs> All right, Camel Nation, what's it? it uh, what's that song for you? You text us at two two one zero eight. Text the four eight zero. Shania Twain. I feel like a woman. Ooh, yes. What's a song you never get sick of, no matter how many times you heard it? Uh, text the six two three Californication. Well, that's a good song from Red Hot Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Text the so two Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Journey faithfully. Text the six zero two. I love Journey. That is a great song. Uh, What I want to do tomorrow, Uh just to kind of broaden uh, our uh, thought process on this, is we'll pick our top three. Okay. You're, so you're you're already gonna have you ain't no I ain't no mountain high enough on yours yep. right so you have to get two other songs okay I'm gonna do the same I got hurricane two other songs we'll put the three songs together and do a montage I'll play my montage you play your montage and we'll uh, let Camel Nation vote on who's better these are gonna be two totally different montages no, they will. Yeah, they're gonna is it gonna be, so be any country on yours or no uh, I don't know let me think about okay. it I already have a second song so like in my brain so we'll see. What the third one will be. A lot of them coming in. Text the 805, Red Dirt Road. Text the 602, Damn Straight. Text the 602, Friends in Low Places. Ooh, that's a good song. Text the 402, Take It Easy by the Eagles. Yeah. So good. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, remember as a kid when you'd head out on a road trip with the family and maybe uh, you as a kid acting up in the back seat, dad turns around while driving. <laughs> Says, don't make me turn this car around. Yes. Right? This happened to everybody, right? Absolutely. I say that to my children. Empty threats. Yeah. Who, whoever turns the car around? <laughs> Nobody. I know. <laughs> Empty threats is all that is. Well, very similar thing happened. A uh, Southwest pilot pulled the whole, dad, I'll turn this thing around. <laughs> 
plane. Southwest pilot got on the intercom. Uh-huh. This is on a flight from uh, Houston to Cabo last week. From Houston to Cabo. From Houston to Cabo. Okay. He uh, threatened to turn the plane around if passengers did not stop acting like idiots. Uh, he was specifically addressing the person or people who wouldn't stop sending other passengers naked photos over airdrop. <laughs> Why you know, is the whole, this a thing? You know how the whole Air, <laughs> Apple airdrop thing? Yeah. Apparently, that was happening a lot on that flight. So the uh, <laughs> the pilot got on the intercom, said what he did. Uh, they were still on the tarmac, but he threatened to turn the plane around, go back to the gate, make everyone deplane, and ruin their whole vacation. In the end, the dad vibes worked. Everyone made it to Cabo. Some woman on board posted a video of the intercom announcement <laughs> on TikTok. Okay. Please tell uh, me you have it. We got audio. Okay. Yeah, here so here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. Okay. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. <laughs> Whatever that airdrop yeah, thing is. I was on a flight to Cabo <laughs> last week or two. Uh, actually, it was two weeks ago. Never have it on my plane. <laughs> dang it. No, yeah, yeah, right? Dang it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Like, why are you doing that? Like, airdrop funny memes. That's great. Why are you sending those pictures? Airdropping raunchy stuff is becoming a problem. Yeah. There was a story in June. I think we talked about this. Another mm-hmm. passenger did the same thing on a flight from Detroit to Denver. Uh, it's called cyber flashing. <laughs> the fact that it has a name. That's kind of what it is. Like, if you airdrop somebody a photo, the yeah. preview shows up on their phone. Small little thumbnail preview, right? Yeah. And for you to see the whole photo... <laughs> In all its glory, you got to hit accept. <laughs> but I'm assuming whoever, you know, was trying to do that on the plane was just, uh, you know, sending it. Everybody was declining it <laughs> unless somebody did accept it. It's funny. And the face wasn't in the photo. Yeah, right? so you couldn't know who it was. Yeah. Cyber flashing. And there's two states now that have passed laws against cyber flashing. Oh, what states are those? Texas and California. That makes sense. 
It makes sense? Yeah. Texas is as Republican as you get. Yeah, I California know. California is as Democratic as you get. Yes. And it all you think those two I states make, make sense? Texas makes sense to me because they like they're very rich in like old fashioned stuff, so I can see how that plays there. California not as much, but I also kinda get it. Like it kinda makes sense to me. I just think it's so funny. Somebody was trying to start their vacation to Cabo just by sending naked photos. <laughs> Sober. Sober naked photos. Well, maybe they have some drinks at the airport. You never know, Cheyenne. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, appreciate you having us on this morning. You can always text us at 22108. Got a text to the 509 saying, all right, Gunner, we know that. How do we know it wasn't you? Didn't you just take a trip to Cabo recently? <laughs> He did. I did take a trip to Cabo. Uh, We were talking about the story of a a Southwest Airlines pilot that went on the intercom as the plane was taxiing to the runway and said, y'all, I'm going to turn this plane around if you can't stop airdropping nudes to other people on the plane. And that's why that text came in, because, yeah, I did go to Cabo. But how I can prove to you that it was not me is that this flight was from Houston to Cabo. Not Phoenix to Cabo. Ah, and you had a direct flight. And I had a direct flight from Phoenix to Cabo. I would be a little suspicious if you had a layover in Houston. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have no dudes on my phone. Not that kind of a guy. I've been married, <laughs> plus I've been married 15 years. That would never happen. Really? <laughs> well, now yeah. I got a lot of questions, but it's can't talk about it here. 15 years. <laughs> and you have a lot of questions as to why there's yeah, no Yeah, why don't you? I don't know. <laughs> There's no reason to. Why not? I see not? my wife every day. So why do I need those on my phone? Like a pre-get home little teaser. She works from home. For, yeah, I know. I mean, you send a- it to her. Like, hey, I'm on my way home. <laughs> she, <laughs> she works no, from home. She, it makes she would sense. Get her, I'd get a reply saying, please don't come home. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> not in the mood. Go figure it out somewhere else. That I would get. <laughs> Uh, coming up next, we got a story of a, a dude who came home to find a neighborhood kid had broken into his house. Ooh, okay. It's what he does next as to why this story is making news. Okay. And I will figure out whether what he did was right, was wrong. Tell you the story next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, there's a dude on TikTok that is going viral after he caught a neighborhood kid breaking into his house to steal stuff. He came home in the middle of the uh, came home from work in the middle of the day to feed his dog. Found the kid hanging out using the PlayStation like he had his like it was his no! own place. Yeah. <laughs> so when he walks in, sees the kid on the PlayStation. The kid stands up. The guy noticed that the kid's pockets were full, so he told him to empty the pockets. And his pockets were full of stuff that he stole, including a debit card. Oh, now this dude, this homeowner, decided not to call the police. Because he did not want to ruin the kid's life. Okay. But he did notice uh, there were some hairs in the tub and realized that he'd even used the shower. Stop it. (laughs) So he made the kid clean the shower from top to bottom. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Most people agree that it was a funny punishment. Yeah. Right? But some think that he was too nice. And maybe he uh, agrees with that now. He says that the uh, the kid's been hanging out near his house a lot and might have even keyed his girlfriend's car. (gasps) Wow. Here's some audio of the dude uh, making the kid uh, 
<laughs> Clean the shower. Let's go see some spots right there. Okay, okay. I see you. I see you. You might want to move those bottles. There's some stuff right by the bottles. This is not my hair right here, It could be mine. I don't care. You should have that at the cost, bro. You came into my house. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> what would you have done? Would you have called the cops? I personally would have called the cops, this is yes. This kid uh, who's 16. You would have called the cops. I, I definitely, as a single mom, like that's my house. That is like my kids need to feel safe. And I've heard a lot of people say who have been victims of like home invasions that it really like takes away that security of your house. I would call the cops. But it was a kid. I don't care how old you like, are. I mean, like if it was an adult intruder, you know, I think that's something a little bit different. No, I don't care how old you are. Some 16-year-old kid that went in there to take a debit card and play video games. Nope. I don't care how old you are. If you're 16, you know well and good that that is against the law and you don't break into somebody's house. Well, and then the uh, end of the story about that kid key in his girlfriend's car. Yeah. I mean, that kid's just a bad egg. Yeah, he's just mad at Hinds- the world. Hindsight, maybe you should have called, you know, the police yeah. on this kid. It is hilarious. I personally think that physical labor is a great form of punishment. Yeah. Like, for me, I make my oldest, Justin, who's 11, when he needs an attitude adjustment, I'll make him clean all of the baseboards in the house. I was, um, I don't know if I was 16. I think I was a little younger than 16. I was 13. 14, I think, I would walk down from my parents' house down to, um, there was a little pharmacy um, down by the grocery store down from my parents' house, uh, and I would go in there because my parents wouldn't give me money to buy anything with, and I would go in there and just take no. stuff. I'd shove it up my sleeve <laughs> and then walk out like I owned the place. The pharmacist never knew, right? So then I go in there this one time, uh-huh. and I'm like, man, that mechanical pencil looks great. I need one of those. So I shove it up my sleeve. And as I'm walking down the aisle to leave, the pencil comes out of my sleeve and hits the floor. The pharmacist saw it. <laughs> did he call the police? No, he did not. Kay. He called my parents, <laughs> which could be worse in some situations, yeah. right? Yeah. But no, so my parents came into a gr- an agreement with him to send me down there once a week for an entire month to go clean the parking lot in the area around the pharmacy. <laughs> Good for your parents. Because of my attempted theft. But, 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 attempted? I, you did thief. You, you were a thief. I was, but in that, that was an attempted theft because I got caught because it came out of my sleeve. <laughs> but I do remember, like, I was cleaning the parking lot. I did uh, find a $20 bill. Oh. Like, like it was, like, near the drain or whatever. Yeah. So I cashed out there. Well, that's kind of yeah. nice. But I definitely learned my lesson. I didn't go back to that pharmacy and steal. I went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life was, of crime. There was a couple of years there that I, yeah, that was a bad egg there for a couple of years. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, once you leave the car or uh, head out of town, you can always stream us through the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Search for it in your app store and uh, download it today. It is free. I want to say hello to Tammy. Text the 480 who's listening to us. Uh, right now in Lisbon, Iowa. Oh, that's on the cool. Odyssey app. Also texted the 480 listening in Ohio. Uh, just downloaded the Odyssey app so we can listen to you there. That's awesome. Thank you so much. So, um, yeah. Um, all right. I came across this article on AZ Central. Uh-huh. I, I found it fascinating because they listed out um, all these folks of notoriety that are buried here in uh, Phoenix. Okay. There's one name. I mean, there's a lot of uh, names you may recognize. Um uh, like the first governor, first mayor, uh, stuff like that. But there's one particular name and uh, that kind of stuck out, uh, a guy named Jacob Waltz. And I'm wondering if anybody knows more to this story. If you do, you could text us at 22108. But uh, he lived, uh, let's see, he 
uh, was born in Germany in 1808, uh, came to the United States in 1846. He worked as a miner in 1868 and settled on 160 acres near the Salt River in what is now the East Valley. Okay. He died there in the fall of 1891. And just after uh, uh, telling his caretakers he died, uh, this is what he told his caretakers, okay? Okay. He was telling them about a famous, a fabulously rich mine in the nearby Superstition Mountains. People have been searching for this mine ever since this guy passed away. So he told, that's what he told them on his deathbed. On his deathbed said, hey, there is a mine, fabulously rich mine in the nearby Superstition Mountains. So does anybody know anything more of this, specifically where the X in the ground is where I can start? Because <laughs> we'll go dig. Yeah, like- we'll go dig. I, 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 it's fine. I'll grab a shovel. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. cool, though. Yeah, that's super cool. Have you heard of this? Have you gone looking for it? Has anybody found anything? This dude, uh, Jacob Waltz, again, who died in 1891, he, uh, he lies in a cemetery in, in the uh, Pioneer and Military Memorial Park Ooh, here in Phoenix. That is so cool. Which a lot of the people like that are listed in this article from AZ Central are in that actual uh, cemetery. Yeah. In the Pioneer Military Memorial Park. Well, because in that day and age, like everybody was military. Um, there was another up at uh, Papago. I think it's off of the Papago uh, Golf Course. The uh-huh. uh, first governor. I think it was the first governor. He's got like a whole... Um, the tomb? The tomb. Yep. He's got a tomb for him and his family. Yeah. And it's like, apparently it's visible from the Papago Golf Course because it's up there on the, the Papago... Uh, yeah, it mountains. is. Yeah, you can you can see it. Like if you go hiking out there, you can definitely see it because I've seen it. It's pretty cool. I uh, texted the 602. It's the Lost Dutchman's gold mine. Yes. Yeah, that was his nickname. He was known as the Lost Dutchman. So where is it at? Old. Has anybody found it? Or do you th- what, are, what are the odds this dude... Just like wanted to go out with a funny. It just kind of said, <laughs> like, there's, there's a fabulously <laughs> rich mine in the Superstition Mountains. And he's like, I wonder by me saying this, if this is going to make everybody go and search it for this mine that doesn't exist. I don't think so. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure nobody know, knew the dude, right? Maybe he had a sense of humor. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I see your point. Text the 480. It's near Weaver's Needle. How do you know that? Where's Weaver's Needle? Yeah. What, do you have more information? <laughs> like, it's, that's all I you're going to give us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be just a bunch of, uh, you know, rumors that are being spread. Yeah. I'm ready you for know? an adventure. I need to go explore. Yeah, it's a little warm today, though. We'll do it next week. <laughs> December. We'll go, we'll go in December. <laughs> we need a couple of months to plan, but, like, we're going. I feel like out of all the people that I know in my life, you are the one person that I could probably crack this code with. Like, as to where it's at? Yeah. But I mean, again, you can always fall back on this dude just making a funny on his way out. <laughs> and let's, he's like, okay, if I could see from above, <laughs> watching everybody go look for this mine that is non-existent. <laughs> for like 200 years. He's just watching us. I know, yeah. Never know. <laughs> Twiddling his thumbs. You never know. If you know anything about that, we'd love to hear uh, anything you got. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, if you go to AZ Central, uh, they've got an article. Uh, it's, a, it's a good read. Kind of educates a little bit on uh, some of the history of 
Phoenix of the Valley and some knee, uh, some folks of notoriety that are buried here in the Valley. Uh, one of the people on there, um, the first governor of the city of Phoenix, or the I'm sorry, the state of Arizona. He's got a tomb up on Papago that you can see from uh, the Phoenix Zoo. Yeah, right? yeah, it's by the Phoenix Zoo. Him and his entire family in that tomb because it's got like white uh, tile. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's cool. I've seen cool. it on hikes before. I haven't gone up to it, but I've seen it from a distance. You've seen it mm-hmm. from hikes? Just a big old white wall of tile? Yeah, it's like a big old like thing, you know? <laughs> I've seen it. I think it's funny. I The, the first governor in the state of Arizona has got his own big old tomb. Like I think Jesus, it's so like cool. Like a Jesus tomb. You know? <laughs> a Jesus tomb. Like a Jesus tomb in the oh, Papago oh, Mountain there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but also, one of the folks listed on this thing uh, is a guy named Jacob Waltz. He's known as the Lost Dutchman on his deathbed. He told his caretakers as he was dying that there was a fabulously rich mine in the nearby Superstition Mountains. Which, I mean, we're, we live out in the East Valley. It's kind of our neck of the woods. It is. It's just kind of a hop, skip, and a jump. Go find some treasure. That would be so cool. <laughs> you know? Not so, uh, you know, we, we talked about this just a little bit ago, asking if anybody knew anything about this lost treasure, you know? And my speculation is maybe the guy had a sense of humor, and he's like, all right, well, if I'm going to go out, I want some entertainment when I'm looking from down, <laughs> like looking from above, right? I'm going to tell there's a lost treasure, and I'm going to watch all these people go out there over however many years watch him go look for something that is not there. He's just like sitting up in heaven, looking yeah. down like, dummies. Because why, yeah. <laughs> why would you say that on your deathbed? Like, why would you say it? So that you tell them, so like your family and you can take care of people if they go, if they find it, it's like you took care of them. Um, and there are a lot of people texting in links to uh, documentaries on Ooh. like the Travel Channel and uh, other documentaries that have gone looking for this treasure, and nobody's ever found it. Uh, we did get a text from. Let's see, text the six zero two. It's the la. It's the lost Dutchman's mine. It's in the Superstition Springs Mountain. Me and my best friend have been looking for it for over ten years. We have found some really cool things that lead us to believe that it is there. For instance, we found a safe that was buried in the ground, full of certain things. We have come to the conclusion that we think it is a cave where a bunch of items of value are hidden. But if you go out there and you know what you're looking for and what you're doing, you will definitely see signs that will lead you to believe that it is there somewhere. That is so stinking cool. I want to do that. I just wouldn't know where to start. Me neither. Go out to Apache Junction and be like, all right, where? (laughs) Just like walk around. Should I just walk through this cow pasture here and uh, head up towards the hill? (laughs) That rock looks real cool. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's over by... Remember, there's like one or two times a year where the shadow on the Superstition Mountain mm-hmm. resembles like a... Uh, like a cougar. A cougar yeah. or a wolf or something. Maybe it's there. It's there. In the mouth of the cougar. Yeah, in the mouth of the cougar. <laughs> it's like national treasure. <laughs> that is exactly Up in like when they were at Mount Rushmore. It's like <laughs> national treasure. Uh, text at the 602. <laughs> What if the old man realized later in life that it's the things that we take for granted that are the most precious things in life? So maybe the Lost Dutchman mine really is an overlook of somewhere where you can go and just reflect on life, not something that's really there material-wise, but more of a place to gather yourself. That's deep. That is very deep. On the same note, maybe like his family was like feuding, so he thought that if he sent them on an adventure, it would bring them together. 
You know, like a Hatfield, know. real Hatfield and McCoy situation. <laughs> like, if we band together and go look for this, we'll spend quality time together and the family will be reunited. The dude, this guy's name is Jacob Waltz. He died in 1891. So ever since, people have been looking for this mine and have yet to find it. That's why I think that this dude was just had a sense of humor. Oh, I think it's there. <laughs> you think it's actually oh, yeah. there? <laughs> I believe in buried treasure. <laughs> oh, let's get some. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Blake Shelton, who is a huge Arizona Cardinals fan. Yes, he I is. I wonder how he thinks the season's going to go this year. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, the team had uh, cut cut downs on the roster. They had to get down to like 53 people, mm-hmm. which Coach Kingsbury said that this these last two days are the worst two, ju- worst two, day, two days on the job. Because you got to go and tell people who uh, their dream, all they want to do is play in the NFL. Right. You got to tell these kids, sorry, but you didn't make the cut. Oh. Got to be tough. Poor Cliff. That's Cliff's job. That sucks so bad. And uh, that's what they've been doing the last couple of days. That's rough. um, I did this morning because I I won a couple hundred dollars yesterday on a uh, sports bet. Did you? So I went in (laughs) and I uh, put a couple of bets on the Cardinals. Uh Uh-huh. I'll tell you what I did. They're playing Kansas City on their in their first game, right? Uh Sunday, September eleventh. What is what is that matchup supposed to look like? Like what does Kansas City look Kansas like? Kansas City is one of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Um and Kansas City is the favorite. By how much? Three and a half points. Okay. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it's not super it doesn't sound like based off of that, it doesn't sound like a blowout, no. which is good. Uh, the number one team favorited to go to the Super Bowl is the Buffalo Bills, followed by the Buccaneers, then the Chiefs. Okay. okay. Where are we at? Uh, the Cardinals are three, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14th favorite okay. to go to the Super Bowl, <laughs> which I mean, this, I'm hoping they do. And Cliff yeah. said during spring training, he grabbed the mic at State Farm Stadium to the spring training crowd that was there to watch them practice. Right. So we're going to do everything we can to get this team to the Super Bowl this year because the Super Bowl is right here in Phoenix this year. Right. Yeah. February 2023. Same weekend as the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. It's been crazy. <laughs> Talk about a busy weekend. Yeah. Good Lord. But it, what would make it better is if the Cardinals were playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right? would. We put up with the traffic to watch the hometown team. Uh, play in the Super Bowl. That would be so cool. Uh, but I did put a bet on the Cardinals winning the Super Bowl. Oh, you did. So that would be. How much was your bet? $10. Okay. Oh, hang on. Which one was it? Oh, there <laughs> it is. Uh, $20 to win $620. That's it? It's plus 3000 for them to win the Super Bowl. You think it should be more? Uh, you, it should be. When I feel the, like it should be when more. They're the 14th favorite. Yeah. And you put $20 down. Oh, you got to get a $620? I thought you were going to be in like the thousands. Retirement money? <laughs> Millions. <laughs> but I also Vacation put a, money for sure. I also did a follow-up bet, which this one's going to seem low to you as well. Uh-huh. Uh, the Super Bowl matchup with the Buffalo Bills and the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. I put $10 on that to pay out $560. So you're even getting more specific, picking the final two teams, and all I'm getting is 560 bucks. Off my $10 wager if that happens. That sounds odd to me. Should be more. Will that change throughout the season? It, yeah, it definitely. Like, as the teams play week one, week two, week three, you're able to see, like, how they are actually playing. Right. And those odds always change. So it's always best to make a preseason bet uh-huh. right now. Because once week one comes, if we demolish 
the Kansas City Chiefs, then it's going to shoot shoot up. Yeah, the odds are going to get more slim. Yeah, like you're not going to get paid as much if you go on the Cardinals winning the Super Bowl. Right. So right now they're 14th favorite. If we demolish the Chiefs, they could jump up to top five favorite. That's crazy. Yeah, so make your bets now before week one, which is coming up on September 11th out there at State Farm Stadium against the Chiefs. And uh, speaking of the Cardinals, former Cardinal Larry Fitzgerald, 39 years old today. Happy birthday, Larry. Happy birthday. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning, 7.05. Don't forget, we've got your shot to win tickets to the Keith Urban concert at the Footprint Center next Thursday. Win those 7.05 tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 